You're now tuned in to Never Jaded Podcast, giving flowers to Asian creators. I'm your host, Robin. And I'm your other host, Kyle. Join us as we get inspired by artists, creatives, and entrepreneurs from all walks of life. And remember, everyone, never jaded, always motivated. Let's get creative. Never jaded, always motivated. It's your boy, Robin, and we're back with a brand new episode of the Never Jaded Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. How's it going, brother? I'm doing great. Another week, another podcasting session with Robin. Mm-hmm. Things can't get better. I mean, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for today's episode. You know, I know I say that every week, but I'm actually pretty excited for today's episode because, Kyle, you know me for a while, right? Yeah. You know me since the beginning as an apple guy right mm-hmm. yes. i've i've only been an apple guy i've never my first smartphone was an iphone and i've never even touched a blackberry i've never touched an android phone in my life you know your boy's a mac for life mm. but this year i was very close to switching sides kyle oh. i was very close because uh my old MacBook, uh, my 2012 MacBook was finally giving out, right? And it was time to switch over. And I was like, I don't know if I want to spend that much money on another MacBook, man, you know? So I almost I almost switched sides this year, Kyle. You know what I mean? Um, but I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do some research, you know, like... I'll watch a couple videos, you know, see what's out there. You know, maybe there's something that might that might fit my my needs, right? And um I randomly stumbled onto our guest today's channel on YouTube and I bought my current M1 Mac Mini off one of his reviews. So I was like, this guy, I, like, I, I loved his videos. I followed him, you know what I mean? And I found that, like, like he does other cool stuff as well. So, like, I, I thought, I was like, this person is very, like, is, like, a be- great fit for a Never Jaded. So, I just reached out, and they were down. So, I'm very excited. Kyle, let's just, let's just bring this person in so we can talk to them, okay? Welcome to the show, Ben Aqua. How's it going? Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to this conversation. It's going pretty well. well. I feel very hydrated and I just had like a a gigantic salad. So like Mm -hmm. I'm ready just, yeah, I'm ready to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I'm very excited to talk to you. Thank you for uh, your recommendations now that I have a a sweet Mac that I can uh, do do my stuff on. You know what I mean? (laughs) So let me ask you this. Okay. How is the Mac working out for you? Like, was my recommendation accurate? Was it okay? I love it. you like it? I love it. Mac One, like, affordability, right? And um, in terms of, like, the power and processing speed, everything I need, you know? Best bang for my buck, you know? Just as you said in your video. So thank you so much for that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm... It's weird. I should. I. I kind of want to like open up my videos. Like, hello, welcome to the Apple Store. My name is Ben. Can I help you? Because <laughs> like I've just by making these Mac videos, I've like accidentally become like tech support for Apple. Somehow. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you saying that just make me want to uh, ask one question. Like, 
what got you started being such an Apple fanboy? Like, how, how was your experience with your first oh. Apple product? Let's start with that. Mm -hmm. Damn, what was it? I think my first Apple product was it the iPhone? If it no, I don't even think the iPhone was out yet. So I had like an old MacBook. I think it was just called MacBook. Do y'all remember like the white MacBook laptop mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. I don't even know twenty two thousand nine? Yeah. Oh. Or, both, yeah. or even before that, something like that. But um, I never used Mac until I went to college. So I went to the University, the University of Texas in Austin. And um, I just like, I always thought Mac was just like way out of my league. It was too expensive, you know, like only the professionals use it, you know, like that kind of stuff. So um, as like a really just frugal teenager, I was like, I can't afford that. Uh -uh. <laughs> so, but then when I went to school, I suddenly had access to like all these really expensive computers that were way faster, way prettier than any of the crappy like PC towers that, you know, like Dell, <laughs> Dell, whatever. I don't, I don't even know, like gateway computers or whatever. So yeah, I used them. And I was just like, wait a minute, like this interface just, it doesn't like crash like ever. And like, who knows what even version of Mac that was and what, you know, the old, old, I don't even know if they were called iMacs at the time, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, that was like the early 2000s. Um, so that kind of started this like weird obsession that I'm, I'm still riding that wave today, apparently. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's really like, since I've been doing my YouTube channel, like the, the Apple stuff like goes crazy. Like there's people that are just ready for the apple content you know mm -hmm. way more so than almost anything else that i've covered like camera stuff music related stuff like i think people are like oh that's cute but can you talk more about the macbook <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's kind of the quick rundown yeah yeah are you are you a pc guy at all or is it just like you're like no. me, team mac all the way <laughs> no i'm yeah i'm like i'm team mac all the way and not just because like i'm like bougie and like yeah like yeah. only mac like I'm like I only drive a Tesla or like whatever, you know like it's it's not just that I'm blindly you know related to this brand or what I just mm -hmm. really love the products I think they're really well designed um, most of them and they just function yeah. really well like you kind of you kind of get what you pay for like they're expensive yeah definitely mm -hmm. but you're not getting like a piece of crap that's gonna break mm -hmm. in like five seconds you know so I think that's kind of built into it and yeah. I have I, learned to kind of trust them over the long. Yeah, I time. think a lot of people at least if those that are like will critique app products or whatnot be like well it, it could be really well designed but I, but at the end of the day think oh it's still just a product for like creatives or like those that really does a lot of art stuff on the computer which i think they do have a certain point but my question to you is like say if you're not doing what you're doing which is creative stuff arts related stuff any kind of music or that would you still be such a hardcore kind of oh mac for life kind of guy <laughs> or you feel like it's really specific to what your hobbies and interests are in the first place yeah i mean the first thing that came to mind when you said that was like again like the stability of the operating system is really important to me um like for example when i was using pc computers um the dell whatever i was using before um, it would just constantly crash. Like all the apps I had would just crash. I would get these weird viruses and all that. And like, seriously, like once I started using Mac, I was like, wait a minute, you can just actually just focus on your work and you don't have to like constantly do these debugging this and like McAfee, you know, like getting rid of all these, the yeah. virus. I'm just like, I just, I don't, I would like, I was like, I would rather pay money to not have to deal with that stuff than, you know, go to the, go back to the dark side. 
And I haven't really been let down by almost any Apple product, really. There's a, there's a few duds for sure, but mm-hmm. like, um, like I'm talking to y'all on the new MacBook Pro, and this is like the dream machine. It's like, it's like they got in my head, and they were like, oh my god, they made like the perfect lap, not perfect, but very close to perfect laptop. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't see myself switching to Windows <laughs> or even like an Android phone. Like, not, not. I'm not trying to be bougie. I'm just like. I don't. I don't really have a reason why. Like this system works for me, so mm-hmm. yeah. If it, and we got if it ain't broke. Why fix it? And we yeah. got AirDrop. You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to oh. send my files <laughs> to my laptop if I don't got the if I don't got the AirDrop? Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's just convenient and it works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Ben, uh, like I said, I discovered you through your uh, tech review channel. So let's talk a little bit about it. How? Um, how did this come to be? Like, how did you, were you always like a tech guy? Um, what, what made you um, decide that you want to start a YouTube review channel just for, you know, techs? Yeah. You know, I didn't have a plan. Like, I'm a very haphazardly oriented person. Like, I'm very spontaneous in a lot of ways creatively. Yeah. Um, and really, I just try to stay true to like, am I feeling, if I feel it, or if I'm, if I'm interested in something, I'm just going to talk about it. But I never thought about doing like YouTube-y kind of stuff until I'd just been watching YouTube for, you know, since it was around basically when I was in school and stuff. And I just got to a point where I was just like, I was watching other people's videos and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so like really that was like, again, I didn't have a plan. It was really just that kind of curiosity. Like Mm-hmm. I, I watched a ton of tutorial videos and like I, I literally just go, just like on YouTube search for like how to succeed on YouTube, how to grow your channel. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. there's so like I've even done a few videos myself of, in that content, in that kind of way of content. And it I just like followed these things and it started working. Like, you know, you get your thumbnail right. You get your title right. Like <laughs> there is a science, there is a science to it and there is mm-hmm. kind of a craft to it. And things that you, even without like a huge following or any following, you can really build it up pretty quickly if you are kind of smart about it and plan it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't really expect it to take off in any way or really just gain any momentum. I was really just like, I just want to see if I could do that. I want to see if these, if these rules of like how to grow your channel, I want to see if that actually works. Really? And it kind of did, you know, it's still, yeah. it's still kind of, I'm not like the biggest YouTuber ever, but like. You know, yeah. it's growing slowly, but, but steadily. <laughs> I'm subscribed. I love your videos. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Appreciate it. So what, what, okay, so you, you said there's a certain formula. So um, to you, what, what, like, what would be a good, what makes a good review um, channel? Because there's so many out there, right? You know? There's like, so how do you many. stand out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, figure that out. And... I think it's personality. That's what it really comes down to. Because mm-hmm. like even more so than what camera you use, what microphone you use, like those are important to like your lighting and stuff too, to a certain degree. But but the, at least for me, the channels that stick out are the ones where the person on camera just has charisma. You know, they 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 let out their kind of unique, like just their vibe. You know, like they're not like the ones like the channels that I am not super into usually are the ones where people just seem like they're acting or they're just like reading a script. Like mm. I love these channels where, and I try to kind of emulate this in my own stuff too. I love these channels where people are just kind of like going off on one topic. Um, and they're not so all over the place where you can't even follow it, but they're more like, you can tell they're passionate and it's like their real personality, mm. you know? So, um, so in my own stuff, uh, like I try to make it 
seem or just feel like you know like we're hanging out kind of like we're, we're talking now like this yeah. is kind of how i would actually talk at least i i'm not i don't know how self-aware i am but like mm -hmm. i would i try to pretend like i'm just hanging out with people you know like hey come over here let's talk about the macbook yeah. pro you know yeah versus like hey everybody my name is ben and now you're like i'm not that's not my style and like mm -hmm. no offense to anybody that does that but i think it really uh, i guess going back to the question i think it comes down to the personality and authenticity like what like really kind of observing yourself and your performance of yourself in these videos and being like, okay, what seems real? What seems fake? Um, get rid of the fake shit. Oh, can I curse? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Get rid of the <laughs> fake shit. I have a really, yeah. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm going to be cursing. So yeah, no worries. Um, yeah. I'll try not, I'll try not to overdo it, but um, yeah, just like what, what seems real and just do more of that, you know, like do mm -hmm. things that you're really interested in and don't fake it because people mm. will know and they will totally blast you in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that because you, you kind of want, like even when I watch videos, like I kind of want is like that my friend who who is really into tech and is like so like so when i watch your videos i'm like this is someone i could trust i think you know um and of course it's the quality too because like your the quality of your videos look really well done so it's like it's like this guy probably knows what he's talking about right <laughs> i hope so i mean it's a lot of trial and error you know yeah. like you can like uh you can almost see maybe a little bit of an evolution hopefully <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch my stuff from, because I've been doing it for about four years. I started the oh, wow, first okay. day yeah. of, uh, what was it? I guess 2017, like January 1st, I uploaded my first like youtube -y kind of video. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I was like, oh God, I have to get over my fear of talking on camera and just like making a total ass of myself. And like that kind of vulnerability that goes along with putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, like y'all know, you, you know, you're creative, you do a podcast, mm -hmm. you know, anything you put on the internet, um, especially when there's like a face to it. And sometimes when there's an Asian face to it, as y'all maybe, hopefully, but uh, or hopefully haven't experienced. But, um, you know, like I got weird comments about all the time. Not all the time, but I get comments yeah. about being Asian. Like really? people are just like, oh, another Asian into tech. That's nothing new. I'm just like, why would you even say that? Yeah. But so, so yeah, when you put yourself out there, there's always that kind of potential for harassment. And especially sure. on a platform like YouTube, it can be very volatile, as y'all have probably maybe witnessed. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it just kind of goes along with it it's a lot of experimentation and um i find it fun as hell and like you know it's become my career just kind of mm -hmm. accidentally which is pretty cool mm -hmm. that, i didn't that's know great i didn't know you were doing it for four years so um like in the beginning like w was it like a success right away or how how long did you do it until it started like popping off like what kept you going oh god <laughs> um, no it, it definitely wasn't a quick it wasn't a quick uh, escalation. Um, I don't, you know, I, okay, so I started, I, my channel's been around for before four years ago. Like I had, I'm a musician as well, and I, I do photography as well. So I had just like a bunch of just random, you know, like club songs and stuff that I produced that I just put on YouTube because I was like, I don't, I don't really feel like putting this on SoundCloud and YouTube has seeming like a bigger audience or something. So there's, a, my first videos are actually a bunch of those. But the first day, January 1st, 2017 was when I was like, okay, let's be real. Let's, let's, you know, let's get in front of the camera. Let's see how this goes. And, um, at the time, I think I had only had just, um, uh, maybe a couple hundred, maybe subscribers just from doing my music and stuff. And I wasn't serious about it at all. But once I started like doing camera reviews, like that's how my channel actually started out with YouTube kind of stuff was camera reviews. So mm. I'd gotten into like my first micro four thirds camera. 
um, a Panasonic GX85. And that was my first video. I was like, I'm gonna do just kind of a demonstration and you know, I'm gonna get the thumbnail so it says like GX85, you know, like test, you know, like YouTube kind of language. Mm -hmm. And the title had the name of the camera and there were like affiliate links, you know, like <laughs> link below kind of stuff. You know, I've kind of followed the formula mm -hmm. and yeah, and it was weird because I was like, this is, I was like, nobody's going to find this shit. Like, nobody, nobody knows who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. But weirdly, it just started getting these hits. Um, and I think it was because that camera at the time just was kind of like a sleeper kind of hit mm. um, where a lot of people were just, they weren't paying attention to it, but there was a very small kind of niche of people that were like, wait a minute, this camera is actually like insanely powerful. You could even use that camera today, honestly. Like, it's an mm. insane camera you can get for like 300 bucks now. It's incredible. But um, anyway, yeah, so that video came out. And then just from there, I just kind of started doing these experimentations, getting on camera, like, what is my personality like? Like, I, like the audio was really bad. The lighting was horrible. Um, I, I edited everything in iMovie. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Honestly, for like the first almost two years of my YouTube channel, those are all just edited in iMovie, like mm -hmm. just kind of winging it and watching tutorials. Like I didn't go to school for video editing or you know, I went to school for graphic design, actually, and, and uh, studio art. Mm. So it's just self-taught, just kind of crappy iMovie. <laughs> That's awesome. But then it just kind of snowballed. It's it's mm. weird. As I, the Apple stuff, like I said, has taken off. Um, camera stuff doesn't hasn't seemed to take off, or doesn't seem to take off as much or as well as Apple stuff. I think just because the Apple stuff, people are just ravenous for it. You know, like mm. they're so hungry for it. But um, you know, I, I hit twenty thousand subscribers uh, last month. And that's, but it took four years, you know, like wow. that's a lot of work. I, I did, yeah. I've done maybe a hundred, I don't know how many videos I've done, 170 or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and some people will get a million subscribers in one year. I was, I'm not fortunate like that, you yeah. know, but, but it's slowly, it's, it's working its way up and like, it's, it's cool. Like mm -hmm. videos kind of get more views than normal now. And it's, I don't know, it's cool. It's a good challenge. Mm -hmm. It's a good, good grind that you've been going through and it's amazing how even from the first video that you decide, oh, I'm going to put out review videos and you want to do it well and then you research and all that stuff. You already have like, oh, I'm going to put down links, affiliate, all the all the normal professional YouTubers would do Like, Why did you want to go out in that way Did you think of like, oh, it's going to be a career right away or just thought if I'm going to do a hobby, I want to do it to a point where it's professional level already so that, you know, if it hits, it hits and I'm ready for the all the things that comes afterwards? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think my first instinct was like, I want to do this because of passive income. Like I was thinking about, because I didn't have a, th you know, you need a thousand subscribers and I think 4,000 hours of watch time in the last year or something like that in order to be eligible for monetization. So I was nowhere near that, you know, like nobody knew who I was at the time. Um, but you like, even without you know, those tiers, you can make money off of Amazon affiliate links. That's why everybody's like, check the link in the description because you make a percentage, you know, that's why everyone's yeah. like obsessed with like, yo, check it. So you make like, I still, I still do that in almost every video. I try to find something that's relatable that people can get, you know, and even if people don't even buy that product within 24 hours, you get a commission, like you get a small cut. Oh, wow. So if they go on there and they end up buying like an expensive ass TV, you actually get a cut of that. Even if you're just trying to sell them, you know, Q-tips or something. Um, but yeah, I, um, it was more just the passive income thing. It was more, I think that was kind of trickled down from my dad's advice. Like, you know, if like, I, I wasn't trying to blow up on YouTube. I was just like thinking like, oh, maybe I can get some like free Bluetooth head from, from some random company yeah. and maybe make $10 a week just from just, you know, just from being like, hey, check this camera out, you know? 
So it, it kind of accidentally became uh, like a career because eventually I started like being like, I can just do videos now and make actually more money than I was making previously doing commercial kind of freelance photography work or, you know, remixes for people or something like I was getting paid better by YouTube and the Amazon links and stuff than all the other wow. stuff. So, it's so you're saying, crazy. you're saying, so you're saying this potentially could be, or maybe it is already that it potentially like lucrative. And, um, but how, what, how does the income come in? Is it like views and affiliates? Like how does that, how does it work for a tech channel? Yeah. I mean, it could be a mix of um, several things, but I think the biggest yeah. things um, are probably like the ad revenue from YouTube. So anytime mm. you see, um, you know, like one of those ads, the pre-roll kind of ads, like, hey, check out, um, I don't know, whatever product, insert product, <laughs> check out Geico Insurance or, you yeah. know, like, and you're like, skip ad, you know, like those kind of things. Um, you get a very tiny cut of each one of those. And when there are thousands of people watching, that actually adds up to like, you know, a few bucks or maybe more. Um, wow. So there's that ad revenue yeah. can be really, really good. Like those, like people like MKBHD and stuff that are getting a million views per day on just on each video. Yeah. Oh my God. He must be <laughs> he's pro like right, wiping his tears away with, you know, you know, bitcoins just like, Oh, yeah. it must be That's... so hard. No. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely crazy. So there's ad revenue and then there's also affiliate links like the Amazon stuff. Um, and then there's also sponsorships that come down the road eventually, mm -hmm. um, where brands just start reaching out, just kind of cold calling, like, Hey, we'd like to showcase these Bluetooth headphones. Um, and usually um, like if you don't have that much of a following, which I didn't for a long time, um, like they don't, they, they, they won't give you money or anything. They'll just give you mm -hmm. free stuff and be like, Hey, make this review. But eventually mm -hmm. I guess somehow I got, I, I am perceived as, as I charge for those things now. So I'm like, okay, I'll take oh. that. <laughs> Yeah. So I so um I like I don't make much from that but like here and there I will do like you know like a sponsored video where they'll actually give me some money in exchange for just you know depends on the client but just talking about their headphones and being like this is what I like this is what I don't like um but I would say those are kind of the main things you can also like sell your merch on there like I sell um t-shirts that I've designed on um like a, a separate store a web shop um you know some people sell ebooks or you know um wow. You can sell wallpapers for Mac, yeah. you know, on, on a different website or something. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do. Mm -hmm. So I try to, like, kind of promote my own music and my stuff, too, a lot. I, it annoys myself when I do that. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking annoying to be like, hey, and by the way, check out my music. I'm just like, oh, my God. In my head, I'm just, like, rolling my eyes so hard. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, if I don't do this shit, like, nobody does it for me. So you got to do it. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah you're, own, you're your own boss. So you kind of have to kind of yeah. put up with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so what does it take to start a, a review channel? Because like, no lie, I even I watch these videos. I'm like, man, I would love to just do, I could do reviews, you know, I could do reviews. But then like, I always think about it. And I'm like, does it take a lot of money? Because it's like, you're, you have to review so many stuff, right? Do I have to buy that stuff? Um, how do you choose what you review? And, and does it like, do you, sometimes when you make these decisions, you do you think like, okay, this thing would probably get a lot of views, like... How, how do you make these decisions? I mean, honestly, it's just like all the stuff that I talk about on my channel is stuff I'm actually using. Oh, okay. Or, or just stuff that really, if I don't have it, like the Google Pixel 6 um, and mm -hmm. 6 Pro that came out recently, like I don't actually have that, mm -hmm. those phones, but, um, and I'm not like popular enough to get the free one, to get the hashtag gift from Google. <laughs> I'm not hashtag gift from Google yeah. tier yet. Um, working on it. Mm -hmm. But 
but I was just like, screw it, I'm gonna go to Best Buy and I know Best Buy has them and nobody's done a video showcasing these things and no YouTubers can talk about it. Mm -hmm. So I was in my head, I was thinking, I'm gonna get some views from this, <laughs> yeah. you know? So there's that kind of thing, but most of the, like 99% of the time, it's actually stuff that I'm really interested in or just bought for myself. Like the MacBook Pro um, is something that actually was like, I think I actually want this for my setup and now mm -hmm. it's my main computer, you know? So it is a genuine interest. Um, I rarely will ever do any, I rarely will ever talk about something or I'll never talk about something I'm not actually interested in just because like I said, I think it'll come across as like, oh, this is not authentic. You know what I mean? Mm, like it just seems yeah. fake. Um, I wouldn't want to watch myself talk about some shit I'm not interested in. Yeah. And I don't think I could be honest, you know, if, if I'm not like, okay, so there's certain times where a company has like sent something and they're like, hey, can you review this? And then like, it, it seems really cool on paper or in the email, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then when I get it, it, it actually, there's something wrong with it or I just don't like it. Yeah. So I'll actually have to have this like awkward conversation and be like, hey, I tried it out and I actually don't really like it. So I don't think I'm going to talk about it in my video. Oh, wow. And you know, so yeah. it's like, there's this weird, um, that's, it's just like these weird hashtag like YouTuber problems that happen, like stuff like that happens. And then you're like, oh shit, like what did I get myself into? Yeah. But um, I know it's kind of a long answer, but yeah, most, I, I just, I review the shit that I like. I review mm. the stuff that I'm actually interested in. Um, that feels more authentic to me. And then I can, I, it makes me more excited to talk about it. And, you know, I, I try to get that across in the video. Like, yo, I'm unboxing this thing because I am so excited to get this like i'm not bored by this I'm, i didn't get this for the views i bought this with my own credit card i maxed all my credit cards out i may return this but you know <laughs> that's another answer credit cards you just look at your credit card limit and be like how many macbook pros can i can i get yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I, I think you have a good strategy only going for the things you like like I think people liking tech review channels they really like someone just who's telling it like it is see their passion or like their likes and dislikes and eventually be persuaded by them and i think like robin did for sure and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm kind of tempted to buy the robe mic that you talked about in one of your videos for my new setup eventually do you but mean this like, one yes <laughs> yes that one yeah but yeah uh talking about more about like your youtube creating journeys like you mentioned you've been doing it for four years you are now like twenty thousand subscribers in and um, you know, all the success you've been having is great. But oftentimes a lot of people are saying like going into doing this kind of YouTube creator thing is hard, is tough. And I saw like a tweet you made about how like, oh yeah, YouTube is uh, removing the the dislike button for mental health and stuff. And you're like, you're a big joke about like, maybe you should just give creators unlimited pizza. right? <laughs> and I definitely agree with that. But I was just gonna ask you about like, how do you feel about like uh, becoming a YouTube creator has done for your mental health and like just your creative process for everything as a whole? Because I think, you no, know, creating content, no, without sharing it on YouTube is another thing compared to just solely making content for YouTube for consumption for like making money. Yeah. I mean, in terms of how it's affected my mental health, it's really messed with me, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't all the time, but like there's been certain moments where like you get that one super hateful comment and like it's really shocking. Like I'm a very emotionally sensitive person. I'm very sensitive in a lot of ways. Um, so in some ways it doesn't really make sense for me to ever read the comments. Like I should probably not, but like I actually can't help it. And actually do, <laughs> the cool thing is like 90, you know, 5% or even more than that are positive 
comments that people are that are like genuinely interested in what you're talking about. They're appreciative. I get a lot of like, thank you for doing this kind of stuff. It's just that one, that one y'all. I don't know if y'all have experienced that where you just get one piece of negative feedback that really gets under your skin. And mm -hmm. I will, I will, I will over obsess about it for like two weeks and just be mm -hmm. like, what did they mean by that? How could they say that? I'm not like that. Like super, like I get like really defensive in my head. Um, and I, I won't even say that like it's, uh, well, yeah, I think it's given me thicker skin. Just like mm -hmm. once you go through the motions, like doing it for four years, at first it was like completely terrifying, but now you can kind of see a pattern of like, oh, this, this comment is going to be outrageously offensive. Like you can just tell sometimes like it's in all caps and it says, how could you? And you're like, I'm not even going to read this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not worth my time. And yeah. there's also really good filters beyond just the dislike button. Like as a creator, you can actually set certain words that um, YouTube will filter out in a comment. So oh, if you're yes. like, yeah, like the word Asian is in there because I'm like, I'm not on there to get Asian jokes thrown at me. You know, mm. like that's not like you be you, you know, everyone has a personality, but that's not what I'm here for. Mm. I'm not here for jokes in, in a racist tone, especially towards Asians. So um, that's one of my filtered words. So like, mm -hmm. You know, so you can actually do certain things like that, but the whole thing is automated. So, you know, it's like this, it's this huge system. So you have to kind of work within the system and also do a lot of self-care. Um, you know, like I said, it has been taxing on me at certain times. Most of the times it's not really, it's just that one comment, but um, I don't know, like, I guess my, my skin is maybe a little bit thicker now, hopefully. Um, mm -hmm. And I've learned a lot about like, you know, just like, when that enters my life, what do I do to kind of like, do I have coping strategies? Like I definitely do now. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, maybe a double-edged sword a little bit like the, in any platform, podcasting, YouTube, whatever, you know, like the bigger you get, the more people have, you know, are into what you're doing, but then the more people can also be like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to talk shit about you for no reason other than I just don't like you. So, you know, and when it comes to the dislike thing, like I've gotten certain videos where I got so many dislikes and that has affected me. Like, I'll be honest, like mm -hmm. it doesn't always, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I was kind of a smart ass in that video. I kind of deserve that. But then there were mm -hmm. other times like where I was like, I don't understand why two thirds of people dislike this video. Like this video is just like all my other stuff. At least I thought, mm -hmm. but, and, and that's the thing where like the dislike button, I don't, I'm kind of like, I don't personally like it. Like I would rather it not be there at all, but I also mm -hmm. understand its importance. And sometimes I look at the dislikes too on like a really crappy video to be like, oh, okay, this isn't really worth my time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's it's like, I don't, do y'all have any thoughts on the dislike button? Like kind of more from the, the viewer standpoint on YouTube? Like, what do y'all think? I've never used a dislike button. I'm like you, like who, who, who spends that effort to press the dislike? If, if you don't like the video, just move on. Like, you know, so it's kind of weird to me that there's always like i don't get it like i never used a dislike button in anything it's like if i don't like it i just why i don't you, you don't deserve my attention i'm just gonna move on to the next video right but i always do but the like i always do though if i like the video i always like it because you know i want it to pop up on my recommendations you know <laughs> but yeah that's how i feel what about you cal yeah i feel the same way like yeah. i don't ever dislike videos even if i don't like it there's no point in disliking it because I feel like it doesn't do anything for me to make myself feel better about it. Yeah. It's not going to negative impact that video in a sense, especially mm -hmm. if I say watch like a unknown person making a video I don't like, because for them, it doesn't affect if say it's a really popular video or something, dislike might do something to them, but still at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's really minor and it doesn't make me feel better at the end of the day. I think it's just 
whatever there. Like I rarely like or dislike videos, in my opinion. I think me just watching a video will eventually make the algorithm catch on to what they should recommend me yeah. anyways. Yeah. I think that's more better in terms of uh, recommending me videos I like rather yeah. than me pressing like because I think that's a dangerous thing. And also hearing it from the creator perspective now, like I kind of understand it, you know, um, if it doesn't serve any purpose, right. And, you know, and you're stressing out about it, let's just get rid of it. Why, why do we need it? We don't really need it. Right. Um, but since we're talking about like negative um, comments, I want to ask you something about, cause you know, with tech reviews, you know, it, it, and it's one of those channels that you kind of have to read the, read the comments. Right. Cause you got to answer questions. Right. So, and I saw it on your Twitter, uh, like uh, answering really annoying tech questions what are what are the what are the questions you hate answering the most oh on your channel <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna turn into like a support group yeah oh my god um i think one of the hardest questions i don't know if i i would say i hate really answering almost any question mm-hmm. um uh but the i would say the hardest question and one i get the most often especially with the apple stuff is like which one should i get like which configuration and Mm -hmm. apple has not made it easy for creators first of all to just remember the damn names of all these computers like m1 pro (laughs) max like this macbook pro that i'm on is the macbook pro with m1 pro 10 core 16 core one terabyte it's like do i need to explain this shit in every video and yes the answer is yes i do or else people will ask me in the comments and i'll have to annoyingly be like this is my setup um but yeah that's probably the that's the number one question like okay this is a very this is a kind of a generic um example like somebody being like okay i am a musician or i'm a podcaster Mm -hmm. and is the M1 Pro, MacBook Pro with 16 core this and 10 core that, is that going to be enough for me? Like, oh. that, I don't hate answering that. I'm just yeah. kind of like, I am not a psychic. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and But honestly, these chips, um, like, I wish I could just say, like, honestly, just get any one of them mm-hmm. because this chip is so good. Like, the M1 chip, one of the reasons I'm so obsessed with it is because it is incredibly efficient where you could seriously do anything on there unless you're, like, you know, working for Pixar or some shit, and you're like animating mm-hmm. like this insane 8K timeline, you know, then I would be like, okay, yeah, then get like the M1 Max and spend $7,000. Yeah. But if you're just, you know, if you're doing an- almost anything else, you can get by with like an eight gigabyte Mac mini, like the one, uh, Robin, like the one that you got, mm-hmm. like you can get by with like a $600 computer and you're good. And yeah. you'd probably be good for like 10 years on that mm-hmm. one machine. So so yeah, I guess I don't hate answering it. It's just like <laughs> those certain ones were like, I think people expect us, like they really look at us um, YouTubers as being like the wealth of knowledge. And like, mm-hmm. like I know some stuff, but I'm definitely not an expert. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I try to get that across in my videos. Like I'm not scientific about it. I'm more just kind of like the real world creator. Like, you know, I'm not like a scientist about it. I'm not like, I'm going to do, you know, thermal, you know, this and that. And this was 2.58 and gigawatts or you know like i i know what that stuff means but i'm just not interested in i'm more just like this is how i use it i'm doing Mm -hmm. my actual creative workflow in this i'm not making up you know just speed tests for nothing i'm genuinely into this stuff so i don't know i'm getting a little off topic but um 
Yeah, I don't think there's any really comments that I hate answering other than just like racist ones. Those ones mm-hmm. I just like delete and just like ban people. I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I Stop think wasting for, everyone's time. Yeah, I think for me, the type of comments I hate seeing on like tech reviews, like is always, oh, I'm going to start off creating content or something. And then like, I don't know what to pick. Like, you just recommend me like, and then most creators <laughs> be like, use what you have. It's always that the go-to answer. Yeah. So why are you going to bother asking anyways? Right, right? exactly. Like, that's another when I did the camera reviews and the the top question was like, will this camera, what's the best lens for podcasting? What's the best lens for this or that? I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, you have a credit card, just like get something. If it yeah. doesn't work out, return it. Like, I, exactly. I don't know what's going to be the best for someone else. I can't, I can't ever speak for someone else. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. You got to be polite. <laughs> Has everyone, has anyone ever came back at you and be like, I bought this and you said this, like, and they got really angry or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny ass question. I don't think so. You know what I have gotten? It's really cool. It's kind of like people like you that were like, yo, I got this thing based mm-hmm. on your review and it's awesome. I use it for A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll actually see like a, a pretty good amount of that. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It, it's awesome. a little bit of a relief because yeah. the devil on my shoulder is expecting mm-hmm. what you just said. Like yeah. the person to come back and be like, bitch, you told me this is going <laughs> to be the most fire computer I've ever used. I can't record my podcast, my comp- you know, my my entire studio just set on fire when i'm just like yo i'm sorry i don't don't know what to tell you like call apple support there's definitely people that will watch some of my videos and you can tell they're already pissed off like they're trying to figure out some problem and they just happen to find my video and they're just kind of like i'm gonna load on this person right now like fuck you here's why my life sucks and you just made it worse and i'm like oh god (laughs) i'm just trying to help (laughs) screw those guys man (laughs) Uh, you can't win them all yeah you really can't no now, before we move on, because I want to get into your music as well, but like, you, um, you know, you, you've gone, to, you you got to the twenty thousand f- subscribers mark. You know, that's that's very good, right? But what do you like? What's the what's the end goal for for this channel or whatever you whatever this is? Like, um, what's your, do you have any goals for this channel or for yourself? Like, how where you want to take it? Not really, you know, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, a, a, in general, I'm not really a, like, I want, this is where I want to be in a year or like, mm-hmm. you know, like I want, like at first I was like, I want to reach a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And then when I didn't get it, I was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, realistically, I was like, do I want to set myself up for failure or not? Yeah. So I don't really have, like, it'd be nice to get a million subscribers one day, you know, you know, that kind of stuff would all be nice. But honestly, I'm more just interested in, um, just creating more of like a community around it. Cause it's, Mm -hmm. you know, especially during the pandemic and stuff, like I don't really um, have anybody I can like, you know, nerd out with about Apple kind of stuff, except for YouTube people, except for people that watch my videos. And like, I love, that's why I love the comment section, even though it can be volatile Mm -hmm. and annoying. Like most of the time, like I said, it's, it's like people chilling, just be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, have you thought about trying this kind of like, it's really helpful for me too. I get a lot of interesting feedback and yeah, I just, I, I, I like the communal aspect of it. It's, it's not necessarily a goal, you know, any numbers, you know, I want this amount of, you know, community or whatever. It's more just like, I just want to continue to have that and um, and to like nurture that and to reply to as many comments as I can be interactive. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be that creator that just like creates a bunch of stuff and then just ghosts like everybody. Like, I understand that, you know, some people just can't do that because they get thousands of comments like per minute or whatever. And they probably have people they could like hire to do it for them. But um, 
I don't know. I just, I, I just want to have fun. Like it's, it's really that, it's really that simple for me. I don't have metrics, you know, metrics are fun, but I just don't, at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like 20 K is amazing. I'm very grateful and happy and like proud, but I'm also like, okay, but it doesn't, I don't know. Like it, it doesn't make me super happy. It's more like the interactions makes me happy. Seeing a video take off makes me happy mm -hmm. um, and makes my banking account happy too. <laughs> Mm. Um, like I'm more, I'm more proud of like, you know, like the, or going back to the whole passive income thing, like I'm getting passive income from this, like it's working kind of the way I wanted to, or kind of envisioned it, mm. um, not to any specific amount or anything, but it's just working so I can pay my bills and not have to work some shitty job I don't like or something. I'm very like privileged and fortunate to do that, but it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm, <laughs> it's a lot sure. of work to get there. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a hustle. It is a hustle. It's fun in games, but it's also a hustle. Mm -hmm. So for would sure. you say like YouTube creating and all that stuff would be kind of your almost side hustle in a sense? Because you, you, we know that you also do a lot of other things. You're multi-talented in terms of various art forms. So would you say YouTube in a sense, it would be what you would you like doing, but it's not your main chick kind of thing. It's like more of like a ch side chick like you do it but like it's not what you're truly that passionate about compared to other <laughs> did you things just, did you say it's a side chick <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god i just want to make sure i heard you correctly no um actually it's weird because youtube um again it accidentally became my main hustle mm -hmm. and that and it was completely unintentional my main hustle before youtube um was doing commercial photography like a band needed photos and I'd do like a freelance gig for them kind of thing. And just like music gigs, like DJ gigs. I, um, I'm a DJ as well. Um, but it's weird cause like the pandemic changed a lot of that too. Like it really changed a lot of my trajectory and kind of like, you know, maybe y'all can relate, but like a lot of people, I, I did a lot of like, just like soul kind of searching, I guess, mm -hmm. um, internal, just like what is actually important to me. Um, like what's not important to me? Like how do I prioritize prioritize the stuff that's really genuinely important to me? And how do I continue being like excited about YouTube? You know, and the days when I'm just like, fuck YouTube, I don't feel like doing it. Like this is so annoying, you know? So yeah, YouTube is my main hustle. And actually the stuff that were, that the, the stuff that was my main hustle before that, photography and music were the main two things. Now those are my side hustles, if that mm. makes sense. So I can, <laughs> so I almost consider them more hobbies, you know? Like I take them seriously, but not nearly as kind of seriously as I take my YouTube channel, weirdly. So mm -hmm. explain how that happened. I don't know. <laughs> Your guess well, let's is as good as Let's mine. talk about, let's talk about these side chicks right here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, I so <laughs> after that, I, after the Mac mini review, I was like, you know what? I really like this channel. I'm going to subscribe. I followed you on Instagram and I did notice that, oh, oh, this person does music as well. And I checked something because I'm a music guy. I'm a music guy. I'm a hip hop guy and R&B guy. But then I'm very open minded with uh, a lot of music. And I checked out your music. I'm like, oh, this, the music's good. The music's good. So, <laughs> yes. um, um, but like to to give the audience a little introduction, like cause how, what what kind of how would you describe your music? Because I don't know how to mm -hmm. really describe it. It's like it seems kind of I don't know if. <laughs> Genre bending is uh is the word, but like, uh, it's like it's a, a mix of a lot of things, right? Like, so how would you describe the music that you make? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea. Like when I usually describe my music, it's more in like the visuals and the emotion that I think 
I'm channeling, you know, and like the most recent thing, even just today, somebody was like, oh, I checked your music out. It was, it was cool, like kind of unexpected. And I was like, yeah, I just feel like I'm just like a fucking circus clown, like making Weird Al meets like, you know, Stranger Things synthesizer music or something like. Yeah. It's it's such a hard, like, it's almost a cliche at this point. Like when like when some people ask musicians like to describe their stuff and they're just like, I don't know. It's just a mix of a lot of things. But like <laughs> it honestly yeah. is like I, I have a lot of influences. I listen to everything from classical um, to hip hop, to electronic music, to death metal. Like I listen to all kinds of stuff. I love all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. So I think, I feel like you can hear a lot of these influences in my music, but I think mm-hmm. the easiest way to describe it is just electronic music mm-hmm. is like my main focus. That's kind of like the quick answer. Yeah. And then if somebody's like, what kind of electronic music though? I'm like, well, let's sit down <laughs> and let's talk about it. You know? So I'm like, yeah. do you like Daft Punk? Okay. It's a, it's a little bit like that maybe, but not really, you yeah. know? Uh, like have you heard of Oingo Boingo and they're like Oingo who I'm like never mind you know so I don't know I just have a lot of influences and it's just really kind of cartoony like I mean look at me I'm like bright as hell I I love color I love like pop art and pop culture and and, like how kind of ridiculous a lot of stuff is and kind of absurd like I love absurdity so Mm -hmm. I don't stick to one genre I think on purpose it probably drives some people absolutely crazy drives me a little crazy too but like, I don't just make beats, you know, like I, yep. I have a whole album of synthesizer music that's, they're all Chopin piano pieces that I recorded on synthesizer. There's no mm-hmm. beats or anything. It's like a classical music album, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to kind of do what, what I feel like, no, not to be like, you know, I'm the shit or something, but like, I, I don't want to do the same stuff that other people are doing, you know, it's mm-hmm. too easy and it's too boring. So I just, I just make what feels whimsical and colorful, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how, that's a how, horrible description, but no, I mean, like you, you, when I listen to your music, I, I, that's what I hear. Cause it's like, oh, it's people, like what I do hear, I do hear a little bit Daft Punk, but it's not really Daft Punk, you know, like, yeah. uh, or people just listen to check it out and listen and f- figure it out themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, it. And, and, and the new stuff does not sound the same as the old stuff. So it's like, oh, man, it's like, I don't, I don't know where, where this guy's going. But this is like, it's a lot of different places, which is it's great. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but what's Thank the work you. process like, though? Because like, you know, um, do you do you just have an like, idea and then you're just, is it like, like with music or like in yeah, general? Music, or? Oh, well, both maybe like let's start with oh, music. God. So with, <laughs> yeah, geez, with music. Um, so what? I think what people expect to hear if they ask me like, what's your music process? Like, like, I think they want to hear something like, Oh, I'm so passionate. I like, I'm, I have so much fun. And like, I go in the studio and I'm surrounded by all these people laughing and we're all having it. No, for me, (laughs) for like other people, that's fine. But for me, I love working alone for the most part. Like music is honestly not my most favorite, uh, favorite, um, I guess process. Like I get so obsessed with details with music to the point where it drives me absolutely insane and it actually affects my mental health. Like I'll actually get stressed out because I'm like, I cannot figure out why this kick drum sounds so crappy, you know, and I'll just be like, fuck this song. I'm not going to work on it for like three years. Yeah. I'll pick it up later or something like that. So like, I don't finish a lot of music for that reason too, because it just like, I'm so like perfectionist or whatever you'd want to call it about it. But for some reason with YouTube though, I can make just like this video and be like, that's good enough and then just you know what I, mean? I just upload it and i'm like i know it's not perfect but i don't care like there's something yeah. that i think that youtube um enables for me where i can kind of let go of that um obsessive like 
perfectionist, whatever you want to call it, um, kind of mentality that I have with music. And I can, and I can, you know, crank out a video in a couple hours. And I love that about it. I love, mm -hmm. like, I'm a very kind of impatient person, person in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, and that's one thing where I'm just like, I love that, like, kind of quick hit, like you get it. And then you're like, okay, let's go. I just uploaded it. Let's move on to the next thing. With music, though, it just drives me absolutely insane. And I, that's why I say, like, I, I can't say I love making music, but when I hear the music once it's done, mm -hmm. I'm very proud of it. But making it is awful. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> it's very grueling. You know, it's not a pretty answer, I know, but, like, that's the mm -hmm. honest truth. It's, yeah. it's more just, like, I need to funnel this into this perfectionist thing, and it drives me fucking insane. <laughs> Your your obsession with it being perfect for music, at least, is it just because your 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 love for music is so much stronger, or it holds more meaning for you, or how did that come upon? Like, were you always this kind of like obsessed with just music even before you started making it? Were you like, oh, um, did music as a kid, and that led to all these now? I mean, kind of. Um, before I did music, like, because I've been playing music in bands and stuff and playing guitar and that kind of thing since I was like, geez, like, you know, nine or 10 years old or something. Um, but before that, my obsession and kind of during that, my obsession was drawing actually, was illustrating. Like, I was obsessed with comic books and like Ninja Turtles and just like wacky kind of shit. And I would just endlessly, like, I have a ton of sketchbooks just drawing these made up characters and, you know, comic book this and that. Um, and I think that's when I first realized like, wow, I can really just like lock myself into a project and just go, go, go and forget to eat. I'll forget to pee, you know, like <laughs> I, I won't call people back, which probably drives some people crazy. Um, I get, I just get, I call it the zone. Like I just get so into the zone and I still do that. And it took me a really long time. Like, God, like I, maybe even into my thirties, cause I'm about to turn 40 actually this year. Don't tell anybody. Everyone <laughs> thinks I'm like 25. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm 25. I'm 25. <laughs> but like, it took me like, honestly, most of my life to finally get to a point where I was just like, embrace the process. Like, okay, you don't like making music, but you still do it for whatever fucked up reason. So just keep doing it. So I just follow that, you know? Mm. And with YouTube, I'm like, it's just easy. Oh, not easy, but like, it's, you know, I can just do it quickly and it's not perfect, but I'm just like, just go, go, go. <laughs> you know, like people don't care if it's perfect, just go. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I just, I just want to continually just embrace that, you know, just embrace that as part of my identity that I love to zoom in on certain things and I'm pretty, you know, decent at like prioritizing what's important. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. Mm -hmm. but... So are you, are you yes. like, a? Cause I've made music before. I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not good, but like I'm a hip hop guy. So I've, I made music before. <laughs> Are you, I feel like there's the two types of people. Cause for me, <laughs> I'm like, lay the, lay the vocals, what like drums, make the drums, like EQ that later. I'd let, give it to someone else to do it. I'm not that guy. Right. I don't care about sitting there for hours, like, uh, EQing like a, a, a snare, but are you more oh, of God. like the studio guy? Cause you know, I have friends who are like, they'll just sit there and like, Oh, let, let, look at, let me check out this frequency and stuff like that. And I'm like, you guys do your thing, man. I'm out, you know? So that's it, me. That's you. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the fucked up part is like, I do that and I don't enjoy it. But I do it anyway. <laughs> it's messed up. Yeah. You know, it's probably like I probably shouldn't be a musician, but yeah. I just can't stop and I don't want to stop. So, yeah, that's like I can't say I enjoy tinkering those little frequencies, but mm -hmm. I kind of know how to do it at this point, you know, to a certain degree. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, like when it finally comes out, I'm like, OK, I guess that was worth it. Yeah. Screw it. But um, <laughs> I wish I was more like you, though, Robin, where I was just like, yeah. ah, I just don't even want to fuck with the mixing. Like, I'm just going to trust somebody else like. 
I guess I have trust issues is what I'm trying to tell really? you with like other people. Yeah. And, and, and Kyle, to answer your question, um, like kind of like the emotional connection with music, on, that's a really poignant question because I think that is why I am so passionately obsessed with making it perfect, you know, quote unquote perfect. Like it's, it's never going to be perfect. Even after I release it, it still sounds like shit to me. But it's, I think that's why I have a deeper connection with the music where I spend so much time. It's like my baby, like I nurture it, mm. you know, it's the creation. And then when it's out, I'm just kind of like, oh, nobody touched my baby. Like, leave me alone. We're, <laughs> we're with YouTube. I'm like, it's not really, it's not that I'm not passionate or interested. I'm definitely interested and passionate about YouTube and tech and stuff. But I don't have as deep of an emotional connection with that kind of stuff. You know, like music is part of my soul where YouTube is like, this is a cool and fun career that I take very seriously, if that makes sense. Um, not that I don't have emotions in YouTube videos, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a different um, For sure. yeah, process. Yeah. 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 You know, music is like, it's your expression, right? It's like, this is, this is how I feel in in art form, you know? So I can get why you would uh, feel so passionate about it. So I want to ask you the same thing that, you know, for the music, like, you know, you say you don't have, you don't set goals for the YouTube, but it was something this passionate. Like, uh, do you have goals for music? Is there somewhere you want to take it or is just you just in, well, you don't enjoy the process, but you, in, you enjoy putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such a grumpy person. <laughs> it makes me like really self-conscious. Yeah. Um, you know, just to kind of, I never really thought about that. I, I think it's similar to YouTube. Like, honestly, mm. I, I don't really have like specific metrics or goals in mind. Um, but I will say the process, um, since the process is so different and so grueling for me, I think mm. my goal is just to finish a fucking song. <laughs> That's my goal. And it's hard. It is so hard. So like once it's out, I almost don't even care. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm so done mm. with this song. Like I don't even want to hear it. I've heard it a million times, like over and over. It's just driving me insane. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever listen to a song so much that you actually, it actually starts to sound like jelly in your head where you're like, I don't know if this sounds good or bad anymore. It just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Like, does that ever happen to y'all? No, because okay, I I'm just don't. Nuts. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> y'all are like, uh, no, crazy. I'm easy. I'm so easy with the mixes. Like, my friends are like, does this sound good? I'm like, it sounds pretty good. You know? <laughs> Can so I get I'm some pro- of that? <laughs> Can you like? What's your secret? Can you teach me how to think like know, that? Man. I don't know. I don't know. Man. I yeah. think you being like that just makes it where we can hear in the music mm-hmm. that you really care, and mm-hmm. a huge part of your soul and your personality shines through by your like commitment to, like, even the little frequencies. You're still mm-hmm. going at it for like millions of times until you think you got it right even though at the end it's like oh man that's yeah. little shit to and, your ears right it also shows in your youtube video because like even your youtube video i can tell like oh this person is it has attention to detail because like the, the even now like your screen like you know the the, the background looks nice look at my background it's not nice it's not nice so it's like i can tell like this person put the time to and care to like frame the shot and and make sure everything looks nice so maybe it just speaks on your the person that you are you're just very detail oriented (laughs) people have called me that before yeah and it's weird with like the youtube stuff because some of like i said my older videos there's like trash in the background (laughs) it's just it's just trash overall people are still watching them though but like like nothing like it didn't look this clean before like yeah Yeah. this was not an accident like i definitely put this (laughs) together i'm not Mm -hmm. i mean this is just like 
I, this is where I film my videos too. Like you will see that same plant in my, you know, in the background mm -hmm. of my videos and stuff. Um, but it's a lot of, it's just like anything. It's like the more you practice it, the more you really care about it and like kind of nurture the passion, nurture the, you know, curiosity. Um, like nature and the universe just kind of help you along and they're like, yo, like now your background is clean. Like I actually had this thought because um, someone's like, damn, someone said in the, in the comment recently, just like, damn, how do you get to look so like soft in the background with your lighting and shit? And, and like, I was just like, that's a, how did I, <laughs> like, it's, it's almost like, it's like when you start, to, when you get into the rhythm of what you're doing, like yeah. with podcasting too, y'all have done so many episodes and they sound good. The editing is mm -hmm. good and all that stuff. Like, you know, y'all are, y'all know what you're doing mm -hmm. um, and you can tell it, but you know, after a while, it's not, it's still a challenge, but mm. it's like, it just naturally works itself out. Like yeah. you just get interested in like, what's the best microphone? What are the best headphones? How do we get the zoom, you know, the lighting and all that, that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just a lot of trial and error. And then, mm. like I said, the universe, I think just does it kind of with you and for you, you know, if you allow it to, That's if you're beautiful. like, I think people are, I think people are telling me that my lighting sucks. So I'm going to adjust something. Or mm -hmm. somebody said the other day that my microphone was clipping and they couldn't lit. They, it was, they had, they found me hard to listen to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now I'm like super self-conscious about like, Oh shit, I got to get, make sure that I'm not like screaming into the mic, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah lots so of trial and error. This is a process, right? Like with anything in life. Right. So, yes. well, Ben, it's been amazing to hear. We won't take up too much of your time, but like before we go, um, I think I have one more question. Like, yeah. Do you have any advice for someone, you know, starting out? Maybe it's not even a tech review or music, but like someone who's just trying to get it, trying to make some content, right? Like what would you what would your advice to be for for someone like that? That's like just starting out. Like for YouTube are you talking about or just in Ma general or Yeah, just in general for content Ma creating. Could, yeah, content creating. Yeah. yeah. Um my advice <laughs> First thing that comes to mind is really be passionate about what you do mm -hmm. and allow that passion to evolve. Um, I've done a few videos on my YouTube channel. Um, YouTube in particular is such like a niche oriented platform. So like if you're a tech channel and then you do a random video where you're like, here's my song, like nobody's going to care. And I don't, I kind of care, but I, I'm kind of just like, oh, well, I'm going to post my song anyway. So y'all just have to deal with me. <laughs> but like getting back to the actual advice. Um, yeah, it's like, like in my videos, like I don't want to talk about something I'm not interested in. So mm. if, so if somebody were to come up to me and be like, should I do videos about Apple products? My first question would be like, do you love Apple products? Are you excited by Apple products? You know, like how into them are you? Are you just kind of into it or not, you know? Um, and be honest about the answer kind of thing. Mm. And um, like find the things that you're interested in and then formulate some type of um, like, like intro, middle and end kind of thing. Like have a plan and um, have a plan for your own process is like kind of step two. But the biggest thing is that passion, you know? Mm. And I don't think it's necessarily like find your one passion and stick to it for the rest of your life. Like that shit annoys me so much when people say <laughs> that shit. I'm just like, do you change? Like, yeah. have you heard of like, I'm like, people evolve. Like I evolve. Like yeah. I don't, I may not be interested in Apple in five months. I don't know. I yeah. probably will, but, that's <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's like, if you're not into yeah. what you're talking about or singing about or podcasting about people are going to tell, and you're going to tell at the end of the day, like, you're going to know, like I wasn't, my heart wasn't in it. Or you may start doing it and be like, I just realized that maybe podcasting is what I should be doing instead of YouTube. Like mm -hmm. I've seen that happen too. 
for me, I just landed on YouTube. And I, th I think it's because it kind of, it, it allows me to use a lot of my skills that I have been trial and erroring the shit out of, you know, the last 39 years of my life. I can put my own music in there. I can promote my music, you know, mm. it, and it feels like, even though I don't like doing it, it like the promotion part of that, it still feels funny to me. Like it's, it's still part of my personality and it's a way that I can talk about my music and not be just like totally embarrassed and shy to talk about it. So, mm -hmm. so I can promote all these other things that I do in addition to what I'm doing. So it is part of that process. I don't, it's like a long ass winded answer, but that passion is really important and allow the mm -hmm. passion to evolve That's and amazing. be fucking real. Like do not bullshit yourself first and foremost, and definitely don't bullshit the world because they will attack you. <laughs> They will press that dislike button, even though no one will see how much, how many times they did it anymore. They will, they will tear you apart if they know you're being inauthentic. So right. just be authentic and be really into what you're doing. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. So yeah. Ben, thank you so much for doing this. We uh, had a great time talking to you. Um, for the, for the listeners, that you know um really want to check out your stuff even your music like what wh what's the best place to find you um yeah I, uh the first thing i tell people is is um my youtube channel mm -hmm. if you just search on youtube for ben aqua aqua mm -hmm. spelled with a q like the color you know you'll find my music on there you'll find my tech videos you'll, you'll kind of get a view of what i'm into but then if you want to dig even deeper you might want to go onto Apple Music or Spotify and search for Ben Aqua on there too. Maybe even pop over to Twitter or Instagram, search for Ben Aqua That's awesome. and find me on there. But yeah, YouTube is kind of my main hub right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Kyle, you know, you, you have your own podcast as well. It's an amazing podcast. If the, if the listeners want to check out your podcast as well, where can they check that? Yeah, just find it on Instagram at what kind of Asian are you podcast and also find it on all major streaming platform and also on YouTube as well. The video version is there. Yeah. And always um, DM me if you want to be on the show or talk and anything like that. Mm -hmm. Always great. Mm -hmm. And of course, our podcast also has the Instagram. We need the follows. We need the likes. No dislikes, okay? Uh, but follow us at Never Jaded Pod, and you know, subscribe, man. Subscribe on the on the listening platforms. We we want to get our numbers up so we can show people like Ben um, the the flowers and love that they deserve, right? So um, go do that. Go follow Ben and go follow Kyle. Um, ben, thanks again for coming on, and uh, we hope the we hope you get that Apple sponsorship one day. So, you I'm know, ready. all the Apple, best. <laughs> I know Apple, Tim Cook, I know you are listening to this right now. <laughs> I will gladly accept all the MacBook Pros, iPhones, iPads. Yeah. Please send me some free stuff. <laughs> and and with, that one million subscriber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's on its way. Let's go. <laughs> and with that, we are out. Peace. Peace. Peace.